power. Today, I want to talk about power. And I want to talk about power because it's the thing that's in life that's alive in me at this particular moment. Power is masculine, masculine energy, right? And again, we all have masculine, feminine energy within us, but the powerful side of us, that is the masculine side of us. When we think about power, sometimes we think of that as strength and, and it is part of that is strength, but masculine power and masculine strength might be a little bit different than the way you think about it. When we think about power and strength and the masculine, we think about things like protection, which again is one of those is part of that. We think about, um, you know, being able to carry heavy things again, part of the masculine, but sometimes we think about the masculine in a way that doesn't serve us very well. We don't know how to really, truly wield our power. Our power is our strength and it's also can become our weakness if we don't know how to use it well. If you think of power as a sword and the sword is something that you wield and you're going to either thrash around and hurt yourself and everybody else with power, or you can learn to use it surgically. You can learn to be an expert swordsman in the way that you wield your power. Now. The ultimate power is love and that all power and strength that comes from love is higher masculine energy. There's a verse in the Bible where Jesus says, blessed are the meek for they will inherit the kingdom of God. And the word meek there, meek is poorly translated. The word meek there actually means is, is the Greek word is, is praus. And prouse is a word that means, so you're, you know, the, the, the Greeks, they would go up to the hillside, they would capture all these wild horses and they would bring them down and they would separate them out. They would separate them out to the, the, the Phillies and the stallions. And then some of the stallions who had maybe a little bit more passive qualities to them and that kind of thing, they would move them over into the Phillies and they would gild them. They would take their balls off and they would make them passive. But the stallions kept their balls and the stallions were trained as war horses. So a war horse is this powerful 1500 pound beast. And when that horse was trained in such a way that when the midst of battle was going on, he wasn't, he didn't lose consciousness. He, he stayed present with the rider, the rider and the horse were one unit, the slightest pressure of the knee, the slightest bend of the reins, the horse would respond to the rider. And when a horse, when a stallion, all this testosterone and power, when it became so trained that it would be under the control of the rider, that horse was called Prouse. So blessed are the meek, blessed are those who have the power under control and have learned to wield the power. 
oftentimes we will get hurt. And when we get hurt, we will respond with anger and anger feels like power. The problem is when we respond with anger, we're responding out of our hurt and we're not really responding with love. We're responding with that shadow side of think of the masculine that dominance, that aggressive, aggressive, uh, not aggressive, but the dominant and yeah, aggressive and toxic. What we, people talk about toxic masculinity, that's what they're talking about is the abusiveness of that. It's not coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of woundedness. It's coming from a place of ego. And that real power comes when we learn to wield with love. So to be compassionate is to be powerful. To be empathetic is to be powerful. To be kind is powerful. To be loving and generous. To give people grace and understand that they're hurting. And the way that they hurt and respond is they often respond with anger and aggression and that lower masculine space of that toxic masculinity. What I want to be able to do is recognize when that comes up within me. When I'm feeling angry, generally it's because I'm actually hurt. So I, I try to remind myself of this. When I am angry, when I'm elevated, when I'm really upset, I'll stop myself and I'll say, Chuck, what's underneath this? What's the pain? Because anger is always a defense mechanism against pain. I don't like the way it feels. I feel like there's an injustice. I feel like somebody's threatening me. I feel like somebody's disrespecting me and I've got to balance the scales. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to take my sword and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to kill everyone. I'm going to thrash in a warrior-like way. That's what an untrained warrior does. A trained warrior recognizes the pain within him and goes, this is something I need to work on. I'm responding to someone with anger. And when I respond to someone with anger, I'm actually giving them the power. One of the examples I often use with the guys I work with is Iron Man. If you're familiar with Iron Man, he has this power in his chest. And if you, if he takes that out, he no longer has power. In fact, he's, he's really weak. When I respond in anger, it's as if I'm taking my power out of my chest and I'm handing it to the other person. The other person is now controlling me. I'm giving them the power. We'll often say he made me angry. She made me angry. Okay. When someone makes you do something, they are in control. They have the power. For example, if I grabbed you and I moved you over here, that would be a source of power that I would be using against you. I would be forcing you to do something. So when I say somebody made me angry, I'm saying they forced me to be angry. I gave them up my power. I didn't resist that. So if I'm angry, I can understand that I'm hurt. And if I'm hurt, I can go and I can sit and work on healing those parts of me. And a lot of those parts come from our childhood wounding, our abandonment issues, our father wounds, mother wounds. These are all there. And when we don't heal them properly, we get angry. 
often use a metaphor with uh, some of my guys. It's we have all these invisible arrows sticking out of us, the wounds that we took from the past and they're invisible. So nobody else can see them. And as long as those arrows don't move, we're fine. But the minute somebody bumps into one of those arrows, all of a sudden I'm in pain. Now I project and blame that person who bumped into my arrow for making me hurt. Oh, they made me angry. What really happened was they accidentally bumped into one of my arrows because it's invisible, right? And when I become hurt and then I become angry and I lash out at that person, I'm not really lashing out at the person that hurt me to begin with. Probably my father, probably my mother, probably a caregiver. I'm lashing out in the moment at this person. I project onto them my pain, my hurt, and my anger. And we're all just walking around, bumping into each other's arrows. All the road rage events, all of the, the, the people in the world that are angry there, we're all hurt, man. We all take on these wounds because we're human. And if we don't learn to remove the arrow and allow that space inside of us to be hurt, then we're always going to be walking around people bumping into our arrows that hurt us. And then we respond with anger. What I want to be able to do is take the power away from them that I've given them and put the power back in myself. Right? I choose to love and understand and give grace to this person. I recognize they didn't hurt me. I was responding to another pain and I'm projecting that anger onto them. When I'm able to do this, when I'm able to sit with that, I think that's the true masculine strength. The true masculine strength is to be able to hold the pain. One of the practices of, of some of the Kundalini yoga that I've like, worked with, with John Wyland and his team, we're doing the, we're holding these poses for 20, 30 minutes and we're just in agony. When is it going to stop? I think the purpose of that though, is for us to be able to learn to hold the tension of pain because part of the masculine is the ability to hold that tension, to hold the pain so that it doesn't spill out onto other people. And that's like the highest act of love. I am holding onto the pain as a way to love you. Now. When I learn to hold on to the pain, here's the thing, those exercises, they are finite. They will end. I don't know when they're going to end. It might be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, but I know they're going to end. The pain inside of me will also end. If, as long as I am able to hold that within me and hold the, hold the hurt, pull out the arrow and I hold that wound, that wound will heal. That will, the pain will, is finite. But as long as the arrow's there, it's, it's infinite. It will always hurt. So the most loving thing that I can do for others is learn to heal those places inside of me with love, right? The love and compassion that I have for myself. Where does the love and compassion come from? It comes from the ultimate source of love. So in my meditation, in my prayer, I'm able to sit and say, fill me with the infinite source of love 
fill me so that I have love and I might love others. And love is masculine because love penetrates and the masculine penetrates. When I penetrate with anger, I'm not actually loving and I'm not living in the fullness of my power. I'm not being props. However, when I can sit, listen to myself, make inquiries, Chuck, what's going on? Why are you angry? Why are you giving this person your power? You're letting them make you feel something. You're the one that's suffering. What's underneath that? Man, I felt really disrespected by them. Okay. You felt disrespected by them. So what? You're hurt because they disrespected you. There's really nothing to, if you really think about it, like it's just a neutral thing. And what we do is we will either bring to the situation, positivity or negativity. Everything is neutral. All right. Somebody being treating you unjustly is actually a neutral event. It's how you respond to that. That's going to make it either positive or negative. So higher consciousness, higher love is the ability to override that impulse to lash out, heal those places within me so that I can be a source of power and love and change and compassion. And I have to recognize that all the other people are walking around with these invisible arrows. And sometimes I'm going to bump up against one accidentally and then I get angry and they lash out at me. And if I understand that their anger is more to do with their hurt and their pain, then I can start to have compassion and empathy for them. It's not about me. It's never about me, right? I bumped into an invisible arrow. I made them upset. They gave me their power. So I can either choose to be upset and respond back with negative energy, or I can choose to find my center, find love and respond with compassion. Hey, I'm sorry. Like I didn't see that. It's, it's, I, I get that that hurt you. I will try to watch out for that one. And I think that the world would just be a better place if we can all just understand each other, understand that all of us are walking around like porcupines with all of these arrows sticking out of us. My love needs to be a source of healing, not a source of vengeance. My love needs to be a source of compassion. Because if I'm compassionate and I have grace and forgiveness and I love somebody, even though they've hurt me, They don't have the power. I get to choose love over hate, compassion over anger, healing over rage. You're going to be angry. Angry anger is a, is a natural emotion, but anger is always a defense mechanism against pain. Someone disrespects you that feel painful. 
Oh, they don't like me. I gave them power. Oh, wow. Somebody disrespecting me. I imagine that person might be in a lot of pain. I imagine that maybe I bumped into one of their arrows. I imagine that maybe they're, they're not having a great day. Maybe something's going on with them that I don't know anything about. And they're in a lot of pain. Point is not to take it personal. And it's the, one of the four agreements in the book, the four agreements is don't take anything personal. Nothing is personal. Everything is neutral. Anyway, that's what I got for you today. I hope this is helpful and yeah, make a comment, agree, disagree. What am I? Mama, disrespect me. See what happens. I'm going to respond in love. I hope I don't always do it perfectly. Sometimes somebody bumps into my arrow and I get angry and I lash out and I hurt. And then what I got to do process through that anger. Go back, make a repair. Hey, sorry that I gave you my power. I apologize. All right, my brothers, big love. I'll talk to you soon.